Welcome, everybody, to another wonderful episode of the Loftus Party Podcast. My name is Michael. I'm your host. Deal with it. All right. I'm a bit out of sorts, and I will tell you why. Last week was uh, a very busy week. Not complaining, just saying super de duper busy. You got your usual news stuff going on, which I have to pay attention to. One, because I'm interested. Two, because there's a comedy show I'm involved with, and we write sketches about it. And it was a show week. For that show tonight, yes. And guess what? Uh, Brian Kilmeade came out. Fox News came out. They did a segment about the show. I want to tell you about all of that good stuff. What we've been going uh, on and on about with the with the little project that show tonight, which I'm sure you guys all go there all the time, thatshowtonight.com. We have other news to talk about too. We've got the we, we're going to talk about the balloon. We have to. I know you're probably ballooned out. You're probably ballooned to death. But guess what? In my world, it kind of just happened, and I have a lot of good jokes about it. <laughs> However, we are going to get into like uh, what it all means, what I think it means, and what I think uh, some smart people are saying that we should pay attention to. We got an update on the world of mask wearing. Uh, we've got the the State of the Union that I think will have happened the night before this new podcast drops. We got Last of Us, uh, Last of Us, Last of Us on HBO, Ukraine, lots of stuff. We did a song. This is what happens when you start playing the guitar. Uh, you want to put this stuff... I, here's what I love. I love live music. I truly love... We're going to talk about that. Let me write this down while I have you. Because I'll, I'll forget. I really will. Tom Petty. Tom Petty, ladies and gentlemen. And something insanely cool uh, that he and the Heartbreakers did in 1997 that I think you're going to... It's one of those things that, like... Although 1997 was a long time ago. <laughs> But it's very cool. Okay, so <clears throat> I want to thank you guys. I've uh, been getting some feedback from from the listeners of the podcast, like like saying, uh, more guitar, more guitar, keep doing it. I have to. And I'll just be honest here. I Last week's show, uh, that show tonight, was the first, this, this is a kind of a, none of this is easy. Like standing up and telling jokes, I can do that. I've been doing that for a long time. Uh, writing stuff. Yep, I can do that. Been doing that for a long time. I wish I was better, but you know, you just keep trying. The The show that we did on uh, Friday night came out on Saturday for that show tonight. Uh, I told my buddy uh, Jason, who's in the cast and one of my really good friends, I'm like, we should do a, a vegan song. We should do a songs about vegans. And, and he... He came up with some really, really funny verses, and I'm like, oh, we could do a chorus like this. It was it was wild. It was wild. But it was the first time. This marked the first time that uh, it was just me. We were both singing, but I was the only guitar player. And I don't think I completely wrecked. I think I... But it was like a big, a big hurdle. And if you haven't seen the show yet, shame on you. What are you waiting for? 
I don't eat meat, I don't eat pork, get those animals off my fork. I don't eat meat, I don't eat pork, and get those animals off my fork. I'm a vegan, I don't eat fish, I'm a vegan, I'm kind of a bitch, I'm a vegan, and I'm doing CrossFit. Chicken, pong, ping, pow. It's fun. It's so much fun. It's so much fun. When we get to the Tom Petty of it all, uh, there's some there's some great stuff there. Okay, so let's jump in. Let's talk. Let's talk about the balloon. Let's talk about the balloon. And I hope that everyone that you're listening to is is talking about the complete and total uh, failure of 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 Biden and the gang. And and I don't think we, I don't think we said enough. So I'm going to say it a little bit here. Ha, 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 ha. Talk about something completely ridiculous. They see this thing coming. It's off the coast. Everybody, everybody and their mother is like, just destroy it. Just, just pop it. Just pop the balloon. I wrote a thing. Uh, I, wrote a, I wrote a think piece about this. Back on February 3rd. And I think it had already been... Uh, just pop it. Just pop it. <laughs> they popped it yesterday. They popped it yesterday. And, uh, and, and Biden actually tried to take the, 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 the people on social media. Everyone was like trying to take like a, a victory lap over this thing. He took decisive action. God bless the brave men and women of our military for... For, oh, they missiled that balloon while it was safely over the ocean. You absolute dumb shits. You have, so you're going to try to take a victory lap after this balloon has completed its mission. Do, have, have, have these people, do they not realize that the, that the satellite, the, the balloon, it's, it's like hooked up to other stuff? Like Chinese satellites. It probably has radio transmitters. It's everything that it wanted to record, everything that it wanted to see, everything that it wanted to do, it did its mission and reported it back to China. Oh, but we, we popped it at the end. Oh, boy, look, we popped it. At, so, and, and the analogy that I use, the metaphor I use, it's like you see somebody coming towards your house and they have a, uh, a flamethrower and a bunch of gasoline. And you're like, uh-oh, they're walking towards my house with a flamethrower and some gasoline. And instead of confronting them, you're like, oh, I'm just going to wait and see what they do. And then they pour the gasoline all over your house and they ignite the flamethrower. And you're like, ooh, it looks like he intends to do something bad. And then after they ignite the gasoline and burn your house to the ground, then you're like, I was brave and I called the police. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they, they put it out. There is no... Uh, there is no victory in this. There is no upside. Now, and, th- and then the other thing is, you, you, d- you didn't have to, like, uh, blow it up. It's like they, they, they took, like, like F-15s or some crap, and they, like, launched a missile into the balloon. Ooh, ooh. Here's an idea. How about just a couple of rounds? How about just a couple of pow, pow, pow? Just po- literally just poke some holes in it and let it come gently down to earth. But no, uh, every single aspect of this, 
complete and total failure. Just complete and total failure. And I feel bad. I feel bad for whoever the pilot was that got that mission. Uh, we we want you to go up there and launch a missile into a balloon. Like, how proud can you be? Right? Like, the people in the military, you're awesome. You're You're fantastic. But seriously, if you are the guy that they pick... Uh, to pop the balloon. Can you can you imagine if they would have missed? Could you imagine? That's the rest of your life. That is the rest of your life as an Air Force pilot. You're the you're the person that missed the balloon. So you know it's like it's not their best pilot. It's not freaking Maverick out there. Maverick, can you pop a balloon, dude? I'm I'm busy doing like real stuff. What about you, Ice Man? Mm, kind of busy, me and Maverick doing real world stuff. All right, let's, hey, let's get, you know what would be funny? Let's get, uh, let's get call sign a booger eater to do it. I bet, ooh, what if booger eater, I bet five bucks booger eater misses. So then booger eater's up there all by himself, just sweating bullets. Uh, uh, come on, targeting lasers. Come on, targeting lasers. But uh, he blew it up. Good for you. Booger eater, call sign booger eater. Uh, splashdown, splashdown. So now this thing hits the ocean, like God knows how hard, splitting into a million pieces. God forbid, have these people never had balloons as a kid? You can you can just poke a little hole in it and you get that little, that little, yeah, that's what we needed. And way before it gets over the United States. Okay. So I thought this was interesting. I found an article, because I'm like, why weather balloons? Like, oh, it's a weather balloon, blah, 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 blah. But China knows, China knows we're going to see it. They know we're going to do something. Uh, I, don't, I don't think they imagined in their wildest dreams that we would let it go for days and days. But like, it's, I always think, you know, you really want to make some great maps. You really want to know where our missile silos are. You really want to be absolutely sure about uh, Air Force bases and stuff like that. And maybe you even want to use a ground-penetrating radar. I don't know how close you have to be to use that stuff, but uh, it seems like it's a, uh, obviously, in my opinion, a uh, intelligence gathering. How much intelligence? I don't know. But then also, could you use this to deliver something? Like, I know, fun to know fact, the, the Japanese discovered the jet stream back in World War II. And uh, they were launching missiles. They would, they would, hey, they would put a missile on a balloon and they would launch it over and they would just randomly land up in Washington State and... Oregon and all that stuff. And then towards the end of the war, here's a fun, here's a fun one. Towards the end of the war, uh, somebody on the, the Japanese side had, a, had an idea of like, ooh, you know what we could do? Uh, we could give all the Americans the plague and kill them all. Yeah, there was a secret military operation in Japan to give all of the Americans uh, the plague. Ha 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 ha. So they experimented with uh, putting fleas up in a balloon, but the fleas uh, froze to death. They died, they died and the plague uh, died with them. The whole plan was a bunch of fleas infected with the plague, the thing lands, the doors open, the fleas go out, 
And slowly but surely, everybody in America, you'd have a huge plague outbreak. Isn't that nice? Isn't that lovely? So uh, the Japanese had figured out a way to keep the fleas alive. And I think that they were just a few weeks away from launching that, and then we nuked them. So don't let anybody fool you. Like, like war is a horrible thing, and nobody is playing around. And people are playing to win. They want your stuff. They want your stuff. They want your land. They want your resources so badly, they'll kill people for it. I think we've kind of forgotten just the, the, the horrible truth about war. So the, the problem with a nuke, though, when you drop a nuke, everything's radioactive. You can't really live there for a long time. So you need a way to uh, take over where you can still use the real estate. Hmm? That's why, that's why the bio labs come into play. That's why uh, little viruses like the Wuhan or so, that's why they're messing with that stuff. What if you could, what if you could uh, just have a, a series of balloons that come over and then just, they, instead of giving everybody Wuhan, you give them, uh, you give them uh, the Singapore shits where everybody, everybody has diarrhea. Ooh, let's give them the Singapore shits. And then it's kind of hard to fight for your country and fight to defend your home. Uh, when you have uncontrollable diarrhea, the, the Singapore shits are not, are not something to be trifled with. And then here's the other thing you can do with a balloon that I'm thinking, just as a, as a fan of science fiction and storytelling and, well, you could do this, you could do that. If you had a, uh, uh, a device that could put out an electromagnetic pulse and just, just you wanted to take out our communication system, you wanted cars not to move, you wanted planes not to move, you just wanted to put everything in its place and not allow it to go anywhere and have the internet go down. How many balloons would you need? <clears throat> and like, is it, is a, is a EMP device? Is that a one and done where you can just, can you just keep just bl blasting it out? If you have a, if you have a, a balloon just up, up, up and above to me, this is like, everybody's like China's mad at us for popping their balloon. Uh, we should be completely incensed uh, that they even tried this. So I don't know if anybody, if the programs you're listening to or reading are getting into this stuff or doing deep dives on the, like the offensive capabilities of balloons, but here's a little something that I found because I love you guys so deeply and it's more than just physical. There is a, there's a respect there. I found this article uh, from Politico Bum, bum, bum. And this was written uh, back on July 5th in 22 about the Pentagon and our military working on a hot air balloon program. Yeah, the Pentagon is working on a new plan to rise above competition from China and Russia. Balloons. The high-flying inflatables, flying at between 60,000 and 90,000 feet, would be added to the Pentagon's extensive surveillance network and could eventually be used to track hypersonic weapons. Hey, there's another one to worry about. Hypersonic weapons. Some people think that's the, uh, the UFOs we've been seeing. It's just uh, China with, with drones and missiles that can travel at hypersonic speeds. 
it's already pretty tough to shoot down or just like a regular missile. I don't know how you, how do you do a, uh, a hypersonic? Okay. So here's, uh, here's Tom Caraco. He's a senior fellow for the International Security Program and Missile Defense Project, uh, and he's the director at the Center for Strategic and International Studies. Could the dude have a longer title? Crap. He, but he says, uh, high or very high altitude platforms have a lot of benefits uh, for their endurance on station, maneuverability, and also flexibility for multiple payloads. See, we're getting, we're doing balloons. China's doing balloons. And it says here, China surprised the Pentagon in August by testing a nuclear-capable hypersonic missile, which uh, narrowly missed its target by roughly uh, two dozen miles. I think you can do that with, with a nuke. I think if you're off by uh, 24 miles, you're still, you're still in the range. Still in the range. Okay, uh... Here's uh, Raven Raven Aerostar, a division of Raven Industries. Boy, that sounds right out of Marvel comic books. They make our balloons, and they have a uh, consistent, they have a flight control unit, batteries charged using renewable solar panels, uh, payload of electronics package. Yeah, so, uh, so balloons are legit. We're doing them too. We are doing them too. And uh, it's, it's, I, I grow, we have to get the hell out of uh, Ukraine. Ukraine, I, I hate to say this, but uh, you, your aid from the United States, we have to uh, reduce that to a, a, a trickle, a trickle. And I will tell you why when we return. I just looked at my timer. This one, we are, we are going at, we're going hypersonic speeds here too. You know why? I'm a vegan. I'm a vegan. I've got a balloon from China too. It's coming for you. Don't blow me up with your balloon. And we'll be right back. It's a short break. Maybe get a snack. <laughs> we'll be right back. Tired of paying outrageous prices for Viagra? Well, we have great news for you. Now you can finally get Viagra at huge discounts. Healthy Man allows you to save up to $500 on Viagra. Why pay U.S. pharmacy prices of $15 per pill or more when you can get Viagra for less than $3 a pill? Call today and get 40 Viagra pills for only $99. This can cost as much as $600 at your local pharmacy. You can't afford not to call us. If you want Viagra at the lowest prices, never pay $15 a pill pharmacy prices again. Get Viagra for less than $3 a pill. Call 1-800-516-7602 today and save up to $500 and get 40 pills for just $99. Healthy Man is fast, easy, and affordable. Operators are waiting at 1-800-516-7602 to take your call right now. Call 1-800-516-7602. That's 1-800-516-7602. Again, 1-800-516-7602.
We're back. Did you get yourself something to, something to eat, something to drink? I probably should have uh, reloaded my soft drink. Okay, we are picking up right where we left off. Don't eat pork. Off my fork. Don't eat meat. Don't eat pork. Get those animals off my fork. Here's why we need to reduce. That was a hard one. That was a, that was a, huh? That was an unexpected. Here's why we got to uh, reduce our aid to Ukraine to a trickle. We need, we need the countries. If, if, if you're going to tell me you're, you, you're terrified of uh, Putin and he's going to be unstoppable and he's going to be like Hitler and it's going to be World War II, Blitzkrieg, blah, 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 blah. You think that like Poland and Germany and the countries like right there, Poland, Germany, France, you know, the usual suspects, you think they would step off. But here's our problem. Uh, first of all, uh, you got you got Joey Biden saying, listen, pal, don't mistake yourself. If we start sending tanks to the Ukraine, it means one thing. World War Three. Mark my words. He said something like that. That's not a direct quote. And now we're sending tanks. So not a good sign. But here's what I think is more important. Uh, the amount of time, and, and we, were t- we were talking about it last week on the show uh, with the professor, Nicholas Giordano. We have to be able to uh, reload our own supply. We have to be able to defend ourselves. These missiles that take a super long time to make, uh, we need to get, we need to replenish our stockpile. We need plenty of fuel. We need to be able to do the bare basics. We need to be able to feed the babies. We need medicine for babies. We need antibiotics for ourselves. We don't have the infrastructure ready to go that we need if if the possibility of really going toe-to-toe with somebody is out there, which it is. China, I'm looking at you. So if... Uh, if there's a chance that we could go toe-to-toe with somebody, we, we need to be able to win. This isn't, everybody thinks that like America is still in like uh, World War II levels of readiness. If you think about the, the manufacturing facilities we had back in the 30s and the early 40s, how many car companies were there? How many TV companies? How many radio companies, rather? How many uh, just manufacturing facilities did we have? I had to think we had a boatload, a boatload. Hey, you guys, you need to convert over to this. Okay, so uh, we need to do that stuff. And here's the other one. Uh, with the uh, Just touching on the whole EMP thing uh, with China. Uh, our boy Klaus Schwab. Klaus Schwab from the World Economic Forum. A couple years ago, he's like talking about the pandemic. And, you know, this is going to be one. It's unavoidable. And oopsie daisy, what do you know? And then uh, this last time at the World Economic Forum, uh, old Klaus Schwab was like, ooh, what if someone attacked the internet? What if all the Wi-Fi went down? What if the internet went down? Okay, so you know that's like, that's, that's in the mindset. That is, you got to think that is coming. So uh, this spring, uh, do what I'm going to do, which is I'm going to dig up a big hunk of my backyard and, and start planting I'm going to go, I'm going to go full prepper and be like, hmm, yeah, lovely potatoes. Yeah, lovely carrots, all that good stuff. Anything that I think I could eat, it's probably going to be, it's it's not going to be onions, guys. 
and it's not going to be tomatoes. Sorry. <laughs> okay, so what should we talk about next? I'm, I'm trying to, to, to think here. The, uh, the, the show, the, the fun of the show, or maybe I want to rail on The Last of Us and all that good stuff. Listen, there's going to be a, a Patreon section as well. I invite everybody uh, to come over to that. Let's talk a little bit about the show. I don't want to get mm, maybe a little bit of uh, maybe a little bit of uh, Last of Us. That might be that might be worth our time, right? Because this goes to uh, bigger problems. So if you're a video game fan, as I am, uh, you probably played The Last of Us. It's a fantastic game, you know. The, something horrible has happened to the world. There's this fungus that infects people, and they're like zombies, and they move really fast, and uh, very scary. And this one girl who's the key to everything has to get uh, to the West Coast so they can use her blood and try to, uh, and try to you know, make uh, a cure for everybody. So here's what happened on uh, episode three. Episode one, here's, your, 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 here's the big fear. It's like uh, with Rings of Power on Amazon. They, they took uh, Tolkien and they, they threw it out the window. So with The Last of Us, it was so great because episode one stuck to the game. Episode two stuck to the game. Episode three was uh, entirely uh, a gay love story. That was, yes, there's a character in the game who, who is referenced. You see him for a little bit, but boy, howdy. They devoted a, a full hour to this uh, lonely prepper who falls in love with another guy, and it's like their whole story. And this is what they're... So here's what the director said. Uh, HBO's The Last of Us director says, you need to trick viewers into watching a gay love story. And that pretty much sums it up. You need to trick, and that is what is going on with uh, the 1619 uh, Project, uh, the, all the critical race theory stuff, all the gender equity, all the what's your frickin', what do you identify as. The parents have spoken pretty loudly in, in states like Florida, and like, we don't want this, we don't want this. So that put every state, every other state on notice, like, ooh, we got to think about how to uh, trick the kids into seeing this. This battle is far from over. And I'm at a point, here's my frame of mind, uh, people just need to be fired instantly. And you're not, allowed to, you're not allowed to teach ever again. I don't think I, listen, you gotta make the punishment uh, so bad that no one will even think about doing it. But you have teachers, uh, like, bragging. And then these videos go up on TikTok and stuff. Like, here's what we're going to do. We're going to teach uh, the, the, the gender-fluid lifestyle and, like, how to, how to blow people and how to have... We're going to teach this to children. And we just won't tell the parents till, till the end of the semester. We'll go, oops, we forgot to send out the permission slips. That's on, that's on us. Or we'll call it a different name. Or we'll call it this. Or we'll do it that. We'll call it uh, advanced studies history or we'll call it, uh, you know, interesting blah, blah. We have to be on guard against this shit 
and people need to be fired. And it's that's politics is downstream from pop culture when it comes to, you know, The Last of Us and all that stuff. That's a whole separate thing. But man, find out what's going on in your kid's school. Find out what they're teaching. Go into the school. Ask to sit in on the classes. Talk to other kids that aren't your kids. But people need to be fired swiftly and publicly. Nothing good comes out of this. Nothing good. You don't need to talk to little kids about sex. There's just no reason, in my opinion. And and like, I know there was a there was a big deal a couple of years ago where it was like uh, like Teen Vogue, Teen Vogue had like a little you know how to guide. Uh, here's how to here's how to have here's how to do butt stuff. Here's how to do that. Hey, I, I'm a little. <laughs> I'm conflicted on it. <laughs> but like, well, like Teen Vogue? Like how old? Are we talking about like like 14? Are we talking about like 15? Is that, I, I don't, I don't think, I think that's a little young, guys. I think it's a little young. I don't know. I'm not a fan. And I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not casting uh, dispersions uh, against uh, against the fans of the butt stuff. Butt stuff's great. Go for it. Have an absolute blast. But I'm telling you what, if you've got a uh, uh, like the the newest fantastical, you know, uh, butt zapper three thousand, I don't think you should be selling those at CVS. I don't think you should be selling them at Rite Aid. That's a new one on me. Like you go to you get you go to. Um, uh, you know, Rite Aid, you're, you're grabbing some vitamins and stuff. You go by a wall and you're like, oh, well, there's the condoms. And then like right next to those, like, hey, here's a, here's a, here's a cock ring and a vibrating butt plug. Wait, what? What? No, you need to go to the sex store. You need to, cause that's the, that's, that's half the fun of it. <laughs> half the fun is getting with that special someone and getting in the car and going to the sex store. And, and and having you're robbing people, you're robbing people by putting these uh, these sex toys in CVS. And when and again, little kids are going to walk around that. There's certain stuff little kids don't need. And then and then uh, just on the the other side of it, it's always fun to go into the sex shop with somebody you're dating because then then you kind of find out what they're into. You're like, wow, she is. She is lingering by those handcuffs for a long time. <laughs> She's like, can you believe, can you believe people actually do this? Can you, that's so crazy. That's so crazy. You want me to buy them? Yeah, that'd be great. That'd be awesome. We should do that. And that's, and that's how you learn about the freaky deaky stuff. And everybody should have something freaky deaky they do. That's a new stand-up bit I'm working on too, uh, as well. Is like, beware, beware of the people that uh, that don't have a thing, like ev- everybody, every you should have a thing, you know. Even if you want to lie and go, oh, it's my toes, but ooh, don't don't actually no, I take that back. Don't lie and say it's your toes, because that's. I know a lot of people are into toes. But I I can't. That's one of the things where I can't. I'm just. We have to be getting 
like right out of the tub, like right out of the tub for toes to be appealing. <laughs> okay. All right. Let's talk a little bit uh, more about the show and all that stuff. I'm trying to think about what I, what I want to uh, wrap it up here with uh, as, and then the stuff I'm going to save uh, for the Patreon. So here's what I'm going to do. Uh, there's going to be a lot more about that show tonight and, and all that good stuff over on the Patreon section. Uh, and there's going to be a little bit of, uh, a little bit of the Tom Petty, a little bit of the AI and, uh, Oh, Tim, my, this, my buddy, Tim, who's posting stuff at theloftestparty.com. Go check out. He's got, he's doing the AI artwork now. He's got some, some great posts on that. He's reviewing video games. All kinds of great stuff. Um, okay, so let's uh, let's. I, sh- I want to say this. I want to keep this in the in the public part of the of the show because the America First Warehouse. I want to say a big thank you, as always, to everybody at the America First Warehouse for being so great and being such a great partner with that show tonight and in the production aspect, all of it. It's 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 a studio. It's it's everything. <clears throat> the uh, the Fox News. The Fox News segment was great. It was like a, it was a very, it was a good show. It was a really good show. It was a great one for those guys to see. There was so much fun stuff, and and the problem now, and it's a good problem to have, is how to get uh, a lot of these clips out to you guys. Because seriously, we did a skit um, about uh, it was Alec Baldwin doing a, uh, a public safety announcement. You know, they, they always, you always see those celebrities do that. We, we thought it'd be funny if Alec Baldwin did one on gun safety. And uh, it is so funny. And I cry, I cry laughing every time I see it. If we put that thing on Facebook, I'm pretty sure we'll get taken down. I'm pretty sure they'll take our page. If we put it up on YouTube, the same thing. Uh, maybe Rumble? Maybe Rumble would let us get away with it. I'll let you know where we post it. But I'm telling you right now, your your best bet is to subscribe to that show tonight and use promo code TLP, uh, you know, all caps, or use promo code FJB <laughs> in all caps. It's like we were talking about with, with The Last of Us. And, and with the schools and everything, it's coming at us from every angle. The great thing about having a comedy show, like as we continue to grow, and that's a huge shout out to, to Fox News and Brand Kilmeade and all that. They turned so many people onto the show. The website, we, had, we shored that thing up. We got, we are just, we, we are building a website that's like Stonehenge that can stand for ages. And a lot of people visiting... We need to, it's a, it's a two-part process. I'll explain to you the, the thinking of it. So it's, it's subscription-based so that we can generate, no, no advertisers are helping us. And the right, uh, maybe they don't know we exist, but, the, uh, but, but the, like the Koch brothers, the billionaires, all the, you'd think we'd be getting some help. We're not, we're not. So this is completely grassroots. So phase one is uh, subscription subscriptions so that we can increase the quality, do more, edit more, everything looks better. And then, kids, then when the advertisers come, 
boom, then we start giving it away. And we can live everywhere. And it's a cultural phenomenon. And it's a big deal. And, and the wonderful thing about doing the sketch comedy show is that we have guest hosts that are coming in. And, and it, this is a, it's an incredibly big idea. And as we give like these big landmark moments, like uh, last night was, and, and more press and more people find out, I'm just so happy that you guys are uh, part of it. And, and I can't thank you enough for spreading the word about the show. But this is one of the ways we win. We have to be active in local politics. You have to be active in your local school board. And if you're going to cancel your subscription to Disney Plus for 15 bucks a month, come on over uh, to that show tonight. And that is, that is, I want to win it all. Seriously, five years from now, I want to be doing this podcast talking about, oh, I just got back from the, the, the movie that we're producing. And it, it, it's going to open up nationwide in theaters. Oh my gosh, I just got back from the recording studio. Uh, there's some music, musicians there making a great new album. We'll just start our own economy. However, to do that, more people, we got to participate. You got to participate. It's not enough just to, to stand back. Okay, uh, so that's the big thank you. Oh, go to the shop. There's a get your Valentine's Day shirt like now. I think if you order it now, we got, uh, we got, we got these great logo shirts that say no pants are the best pants. <laughs> They're fantastic. <laughs> I got to order mine today too. And we also have a St. Patrick's Day uh, shirt that I'm going to need to get that says 100% uh, uh, malarkey. <laughs> you know, we were told there'd be no malarkey. This seems like a, a lot of malarkey. Okay, so everyone needs to now uh, come over to the, the Patreon segment of the show. We're going to talk a little bit about Tom Petty and something very cool that he did with The Heartbreakers in 1997. It's an album, and it's available now, and I cannot wait to get it. And boy, just Tom Petty. Just a great, underrated American singer-songwriter, him and the Heartbreakers. Uh, this might be one of my favorite... I'll let you know this before we go over to Patreon. One of my favorite lines, I think, ever. This is the opening line. You'll know the song right away. You think you're gonna take her away With your money and your cocaine You're thinking that her mind is gonna change But I know everything is okay She's gonna listen to her heart that is just how great of an opening. That's the opening line to the song. You think you're gonna take her away with your money and your cocaine. You think you're that her mind is gonna change. I know everything is okay. You think you're gonna take her away with your money and your cocaine. That is a strong opening. All right, you're all fantastic. Ooh, one last question. Oh, two last questions. Uh, hopefully I'll see you over on Patreon, uh, question mark. But uh, why are those pants still on? See ya. <laughs> <laughs>